thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And This Week in Wellness, a study in nature has shown that your brain actively surveys your fat cells to determine fat levels and downregulate brown fat production and fat burning when it deems fat levels to be too low. Whilst it has long been known that nerves connected the brain to adipose tissue or fat cells, it had been assumed that these were primarily motor neurons connected to the sympathetic nervous system, allowing the brain to control fat burning and control the resultant release of energy. This new research, however, reveals a more complex system of positive and negative feedback. The discovery of these neurons suggests for the first time that your brain is actively surveying your fat rather than just passively receiving messages about it, says co-senior author Li Ye, PhD. This is yet another example of how important sensory neurons are to health and disease in the human body, says co-senior author and professor Adam Patapushan, PhD. This research opens up the possibility that there may be a neurological as well as a hormonal issue at play when adipose signaling goes awry in diseases like diabetes, fatty liver disease, atherosclerosis, and obesity. This tells us that there's not just a one-size-fits-all instruction that the brain sends adipose tissue, says Lee. It's more nuanced than that. These two types of neurons are acting like a gas pedal and a brake for burning fat. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion is that this is just fascinating. And as always, it shows that the human body is more complex than we thought and that science is always up for debate. You know, what we thought of as the science of fat metabolism, you know, fat burning, fat control turns out to be more nuanced and more complicated and using slightly different mechanisms to what we thought. You know, we thought it was primarily hormonal regulated and now we're discovering that the nervous system plays a really large role. And, you know, while scientists will use this to try and find drugs and treatments to create interventions to alter the way this signaling goes back to the brain and to alter the way that our bodies burn fat, I'm more interested in why these signals aren't getting through. Why are these signals potentially being switched off in some people and preventing the upregulation of fat burning and brown fat fat production that that would lead to you know, is it lifestyle related you know are there factors in our lives in our environment in our lifestyles whether that be diet exercise stress mindset that might be causing the down regulation of these neurological signals or could it in fact be related to nerve interference which obviously as a chiropractor i'm imminently fascinated by because that's what we deal with day-to-day in practice is looking at the spine and whether there may potentially be any nerve interference going on there. So, you know, I think this opens up some huge possibilities for further research, not just, as I said, in terms of, you know, medical interventions to try and, um, you know, upregulate or downregulate this signaling, but in terms of potentially lifestyle interventions or research into lifestyle-related causes of these alterations to signaling. So I think it's very interesting. And it does raise an interesting question, which is whether science is biased towards hormonal and genetic issues as opposed to physical or neurological ones, potentially due to funding. You know, if discovering hormonal issues which are more amenable to drug-related solutions, if that's what is rewarded more in terms of emphasis in research, funding in research, bias in research, then are we looking more 
more for hormonal and genetic issues than we are perhaps to physical or neurological ones? Is the system sort of set up and biased in one particular direction? I don't know the answer to that, but I think with research like this, you know, we were pretty quick to find the hormonal imbalances and to suggest that it was a hormonal issue and look for you know, chemical solutions to try and correct those hormones. But it seemingly has taken longer for us to have a closer look at the neurological component of that. So, you know, I think that the final conclusion for me is that the body is stranger than we think. You know, when we think we know everything about it, we discover that what we knew was only a small part of the picture. And there's, it's much more nuanced. It's much more complicated than we thought. And as a result, the solutions to that need to be more complicated and more nuanced than we thought. And we need to think more broadly about the various impacts into our health and well-being, as well as any interventions we have and how they might be having not just primary effects, but secondary tertiary effects that can cause adverse effects in our body as well. So you've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.